Didgeridoo music for Simpsons time. For it is indeed Simpsons time. He looks just like you. Stand up for yourself, Poindexter. We are going to talk about episode number 153, 153, Summer of Four Foot Two, written by Dan Greeny and directed by Mark Kirkland. Uh, this was the last show of season seven, which is very, very strong season. Um, produced uh, by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. Um, and it is known to be one of their favorite episodes that they ever did uh they are rightfully really really proud of it and uh when i watched it a couple of times yesterday just to prepare i really felt proud of them you know at the very end uh when the credits roll over all summer long by the beach boys of course um the first names you see are theirs and it's like i don't know like i i could feel that that they must have really liked it. Such a great note to end the season on. Um, because it was something that had not been done on The Simpsons before, the uh, introduction of summertime. Well, no, you know what? I take that back because there was the pool in uh, Bard of Darkness, and that, that was before season seven. Um, but to take The Simpsons and put them on the beach uh, was just such a lovely inspired thing to do and such a great uh, milieu for for this nice story about Lisa and it really has everything you start in Springfield um, when everyone is getting ready for summer I love the image of the uh, fleet of ice cream trucks revving outside the school building uh, and Milhouse going crazy at the beginning of the school day instead of the end because he's so, like, overexcited. Um, and the great convention of giving out the yearbooks and getting your yearbook, you know? Like, who doesn't remember how exciting, how fun that was? Um, when we did the yearbook, the entire eighth grade class worked on it, so it wasn't the sole province of nerdy kids like Lisa but I would have definitely been the Lisa in that situation. And um, truth be told, I did more than my fair share of work on the yearbook for St. Luke's school that year. Um, and it really, it sets the stage beautifully. Um, 
you know, for Lisa not to have her yearbook autographed at all and to feel really sad about that and then for that yearbook to come into the story at the, at the end so much later after you've totally forgotten about it um it's like all of the ends were so well tied up by the end of the show Writer Dan Graney uh, was on staff for season seven, and like a few of the Simpsons writers, he was from New England, um, specifically from Massachusetts. And he was the one who came up with the name Little Squamp Wants Bots Port. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it was, um, he claims, just a combination of all the names of all Cape Cod towns. <laughs> um, and it's really great. I, I love the way the town looks, uh, you know, the, the sort of taffy shops and stuff when they are walking around going shopping uh, right off the boardwalk. Uh, I love the porch with the bug light uh, on which they're all playing mystery date. Um, and the little rooms, you know, that are sort of ramshackle, uh, you know, tidy, of course. They belong to the Flanderses after all. Um, but they have that sort of like very well-kept shabby quality that I can't really articulate very well but you know that you see a lot in beach houses and beach towns um, you know like the little the little bedroom where Bart and Lisa are going to sleep is sort of dark you know um Oh, and I love I, that. I've gotten really much more into Marge lines and Marge jokes than I used to be. And she has such a great moment um, when Lisa is just like being so sarcastic to her and um, they just arrived at the beach house and she's like, the joke with the beds, you know, like a, it must, must be great to make a new set of beds. <laughs> And the way Marge is like, I know you're joking, but it is! <laughs> like, um, I love the way that looks, too, when she sort of, like, spreads out the sheet with a flourish. Anyway, enough about Marge. Uh, this is, in part, an American graffiti parody. Uh, the little moment when Homer walks into the convenience store to try to buy fireworks is taken from a scene in American Graffiti uh, where the kid is trying to buy liquor and they even say the same brand of liquor that is in American Graffiti um, of course in the movie he says all kinds of innocuous things and slips in the liquor whereas Homer says all kinds of outrageous embarrassing things and slips in the fireworks. And the clerk, who is an exact replica of Apu, except that he's a Sikh, does sell the fireworks to him in a clandestine way. Um, his voice is not like Apu's at all, but he looks just like Apu, just with a turban on and a beard. <laughs> um, the kids that Lisa befriends when she has shed her nerdy identity or her nerdish leanings, as she says, um, 
and dresses in that tie-dye shirt and all of that fun stuff uh, are named Aaron, Ben, Dean, and Rick. Uh, Aaron is the girl and the one who has the biggest part, played by Christina Ricci, and she was really good. Um, and I don't know which is which of the boys, and it doesn't really matter because they were just sort of like mumbly and uh, dumb skater kids. These kids seem like deeply distrustful of things like school and teachers in sort of a sort of an excessive way, I think. I love when Aaron, um, I don't know, Lisa says something that's not even that intelligent for her and Aaron says, oh, did you learn that from a teacher or something? <laughs> Watching that, it made me feel so bad. It's like, you know what, people go to school, like who else is she gonna learn it from? Um, but anyway, it makes sense that she would try to cover it up because these kids really, really don't like smart people. Um, the whole kind of story that's emerged in more recent years of Milhouse being in love with Lisa is more developed here you know, almost than it's ever been. This is a year before Lisa is going to start dating Nelson and, um, you know, Milhouse really kind of makes his intentions clear at the end of that episode. But um, it's very subtly done. You never, you know, hear from Milhouse, oh, I like you, but he's very impressed that she's skating and she looks like Blossom. And um, God, I'll never forget this. I watched this. This was... 1996 that this came out so I was watching this right after college had let out for the summer uh, and I had just finished freshman year and my college boyfriend Mike and I watched this together and he could not get over see you in the car at the end Milhouse's autograph in Lisa's yearbook he thought that that was the funniest thing ever and it's great it's like so quintessential Milhouse best great um Oh boy, I could say so much more about this episode, but I don't really want to run over time. Um, they just nailed Summer. In addition to nailing uh, this very emotional Lisa story, where she goes from having her best friend be Gore Vidal to actually having friends that glue seashells on the car, <laughs> much to the chagrin of Homer and Marge and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, things like the carnival, the way the carnival looks is really beautiful. The way the beach and the sea look, in, both in the day and uh, at night when they go like searching for tide pools and stuff like that are just great. It's just really, really well done. Um, and also there's fireworks. It's a 4th of July style episode. You know, the, you could see that Um, part of the whatever two weeks that they were going to be there or maybe the whole summer included 4th of July and in fact it was the, the climactic moment um, that Bart finally shows the new friends Lisa's nerdy yearbook actually does happen during the 4th of July fireworks um, I love the Flanders's coffee table that's made of a lobster trap that's like so moi, 
whoever thought of the design of that was just really on the ball. Um, <laughs> the acting of Homer when he lights the firework and puts it in the washing machine was amazingly genius. Um, I touched last time I was doing a show on um, Homer's uh, being bisexual or not, or, you know, people don't know whether he is or not. Um, and when they're playing mystery date and he goes, you know, oh, I got a date with the captain of the football team. Don't wait up, Marge. That's sort of an example of he's doing it as a joke, you know, like he he isn't actually, you know, queer, but he he does enjoy, you know, that sort of joking. Um, or, you know, you could argue that. You could argue either case. Uh, oh, and at the very beginning, this is the last thing I'll mention, um, when Flanders is asking them to come to the beach house, Homer is so not sold on that. I think this is the biggest laugh for me. Um, the way Homer is leaning on the fence and completely bored listening to Flanders, uh, who has this wonderful offer for him. And the way he does that, like, circular hurry-up motion with his hand is so funny to me. And um, the bargain that he strikes is that he'll go to the beach house if Flanders looks at his septic tank. And the last we hear of that is, Hey, Mr. Brown Ground, what do you got for me? <laughs> While Homer is in the background getting into the hammock. Uh... Great. Tour de force episode. One of, you know, yeah, one of my favorites. One of the best. This has been Simpsons time. Thank you for listening. When we spilled coke all over your blouse. I'm Amanda Nazario, and this has been Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator. Thank you for listening this week. By the way, uh, last year I did a pretty good two-person discussion on a podcast about this particular episode. You can find it in the archives uh, under July 7th, 2016. My friend Joe Duffy and I had a spirited discussion about Summer of Four Foot Two. Uh, that was broadcast, or that was podcast, on July 7th, 2016. I'll be back next week with another Debigulator. Until then, you can listen to past episodes. You can listen to Nazario Scenario by going to wfmu.org slash playlists slash an. Or you can not pay any attention to this, which I also endorse, because uh, by the time next week rolls around again, you will have totally forgotten that anybody let alone any group of people love The Simpsons so much as to critique it this way. 
Thanks again. Talk to you later.